to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, joined today by Koi Love, Arizona women's basketball. Koi, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, Koi Love, one of the all-time names right now in Arizona <laughs> athletics. It's a great name. Tell us the story behind that. So the story is pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty calmed down. I know the name is kind of hype, but um, so obviously my mom found out she was having me. My grandma was like on the internet, like looking for names, looking for names. And like somehow Koi, like Koi Fish popped up in that sense. And she was like, hmm, Koi. So they went with that. What was that? Koi Fish. Now we know. <laughs> now you, you spent a lot of your childhood in Orlando growing up. You were also a soccer player growing up. Give me the scouting report on Koi Love, the, the youth soccer player. No, tough to guard. <laughs> tough to guard. <laughs> no, like YMCA soccer, you're just running around. I was trying to score all the goals. Like, I don't think it ever registered in my mind that in soccer, like one or two goals a game is like a 70-point basketball game. So, I don't know, probably attempted 70 shots every time. <laughs> 70 shots every time. Hey, <laughs> offensive player, we like that. You transition to a defensive style in, in basketball, and obviously you grew up playing basketball as well. Is there a way that you could look back at how you uh, playing soccer as a youth and did it make a difference and make you a better basketball player because of the soccer skills you had? Probably just like footwork, being aggressive, running everywhere. Soccer is like a different shape that you have to be in. So, yeah, just being tough, a different type of physicality, I would say. Do you remember when or what age you first started playing basketball? I want to say like eight years old. I used to be a cheerleader. Really? Like splits, pom-poms, hoops, yes. And my dad called me one day and he was like, look, you're really tall. Just try basketball. And I was like, no, I like cheer. I like cheer. And he called me again. He was like, can you just try for me? I'm like, okay, dad, like, I love you. I will try for you. Never looked back. <laughs> Never looking back. Now, first couple of years playing basketball, you said it started at the age of eight. What was what was Koi Love, the youth basketball player's game like? A bunch of running around and fouling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot of running around still, just like soccer. Just like soccer. A little physicality, a little more fouls probably. Yes. That's that's I can see where that carried over to your to your whole career now moving forward here in Arizona. Now you started uh, as a as a college player at Vanderbilt, and I think one of the unique aspects of what you achieved as a Vanderbilt uh, at Vanderbilt was two-time SEC academic honor roll. Why was that important to you to have that sort of academic achievement as a student athlete? No, yeah, like my parents have always stressed, you know, the ball is going to eventually stop dribbling, and you, you want to have a backup plan. Um, you know, we live in a world that you want to be knowledgeable in as well. Um, I, I just feel like it's always important to get your education. And your second, your sophomore season at Vanderbilt averaged 29 in a COVID-shortened season. I'm curious to know, Coy, that adversity of having that season taken away from you, how did you grow from that? What did you take away from that? How did that make you a, a, a better player and a better person? Yeah, um, I think not having to focus on, like, a different opponent and being able to focus on your game and, like, a long offseason, I would say, it really made me hungry. Um, it allowed me to step back and watch things that, I was not able to or would not have been able to. And yeah, it just allowed me to get in the gym literally every day, working on my shot, handling, decision-making. So yeah, I think it made me a better player for sure. Now let's flash forward now to your transition. You transferred to Arizona. Um, anybody who's watched you play here knows defense is your game. That's one thing you pride yourself on. 
Uh, it's, not a, it's not a popular mindset to have, but what about that competitive mindset or just defense really inspires you to play the way you play? Shoot, get on the court. <laughs> no, uh, Pamper, Adia, and Salvo, like, they really stress defense here. Um, I know that I, I believe in myself offensively, but uh, defense is something I have to like focus on. I had to focus on in order to be here and like be on the court. And I know that my team needs me to play defense. And if you want to win, you have to play defense. So just really locking into that mentality and being more intentional about that. And you, you touched on it right away, playing for Adia Barnes, very much a defensive minded coach. What has those conversations been like with Adia, both as your coach and as a former heck of a defensive player herself here at Arizona? No, yeah, if you're not playing defense, you're not gonna play. And then those, those subs where you just go to the bench because you know, you just know, and she doesn't say anything, you just know. Yeah. And I think what's what's unique about your game in particular, Coy, defensively is, yes, there's, there's some steals, you've had three or four games or four steals or more, um, guarding the team's best perimeter player, you have seen you guarding bigs, big rebounding games. Is versatility, in your mind, part of the key to being a good defensive player? Absolutely. Um, I'm really a guard. Like, I, I don't consider... I don't consider myself a post player, you know, forward on the paper, but um, being able to be versatile to guard like a stretch four and maybe even a five sometimes, but also being able to guard on the perimeter, I think it's really like special and helpful for myself and my teammates. So, now let me hit you with this one, Coy. Toughest player to guard in your whole career? <sighs> I'm going to have to say because I matched up against her my freshman year of college and. I, I wasn't a believer until after the game where she gave us 32. I'm going to say Ryan Howard. Okay, Ryan I'm Howard. I'm going to say Ryan Howard. She's an elite scorer. Elite scorer. Toughest cover so far in your college career. Um, and now going back to being here in Arizona, obviously a big part of the recruiting process for anybody who comes to this program is the crowd, the environment yeah. of McHale. Give me what's going through your mind that first time you're running onto the court in a game in McHale and you feel that energy that you've been told about since you came here. You're just like, dang, it's loud in here. <laughs> like coaches calling plays, they're trying to talk to you in the court. You're like, huh? Like, <laughs> like it's loud in here. No. Um, we our fans are crazy, like tremendous. They come to every game, Sundays at twelve, Fridays at seven. They don't care. And they go hard for us. So And we've heard players throughout the seasons, throughout the generations of of all Arizona's basketball sports and also all Arizona sports in general, crowd, they bring the energy, it makes an impact. How specifically does it hype you up or does it make an impact on you having 10,000 people out of the Oregon game cheering you on? No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen how it sounds. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to play in a, in a college, in a women's college basketball game like that? It's conference, yeah. What was your first thought when you walked out the Oregon game and saw 10,000 people in a full-on wide-out, all-lower bowl filled with McHale, people all the way at the top, red level. Ready to hoop. Ready to hoop. <laughs> so we're we're in the home stretch here of Pac-12 season. You're home stretch of your first season here in Arizona with the Wildcats, Coy. Do you have a, a favorite moment so far of something that you you just you're gonna hold on to, or one of your your best memories so far in your first season in Arizona? Um. I would say the like the most recent game, beating Arizona State. I've never really like understand understood what it is to have a rival school, but also be as good, better than the rival school. Um, so being able to beat them at home, a tough game, a tough crowd, like that was real special. That that felt good. Especially after avenging the loss up there, 
two days afterwards. Right. And, and a great crowd of, you know, over, I want to say 8,000 on the Super Bowl Sunday. On a Super Bowl Sunday. On a 12 o'clock tip, as you mentioned earlier, is there's McHale rocking and rolling. It's special, for sure. Now, I, I look at your kind of box scores that go through, and it's, you know, I've talked about it before, it's defense, it's, it's you know, steals, rebounds, guarding the be- team's best player. As you're going through that process now at Arizona, some of the biggest differences in your mind of playing in the SEC versus playing the Pac-12 so far? I would say, honestly, the skill of every player. I would say that in the SEC, every, you're expecting everyone to be physical. You know, not a ton of shooters, but you know everyone can beat you off the dribble or is going to try to attack downhill. Um, here, I feel like everyone's skilled. They know when to pump fake, jab, step through, shoot threes. Everyone's, Everyone can shoot, so. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest difference. That's sort of part of the scouting report we got from Ben Dew earlier in the year was a lot of saucy players and a lot of shooting. And I think that sort of echoes what your sentiment was after spending two years in the SEC and and now a first year of the Pac-12. Here we are in in February, Coy, Black History Month. I want to know your thoughts on why that's important to you or the impact Black History has in in your life so far. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, Man, just walking in my black skin every day. You know, it's, it's a tough world. We've been through a lot as a community, as a people. So just making sure I'm upholding that, um, being a good role model. We got a long way to go, but understanding that where we are is not where we were and knowing where we came from, so. Absolutely. And we touched on it a little bit before, but life after hoops for you. Uh, there's an interest in real estate on your end. Just how did you get into that? Thoughts on that? What interests you most about the real estate game? So up until high school, like other than being a basketball player, I did not know what I wanted to do. Um, And it was something I was actively thinking about. But of course, like senior year, you have to do like these internships. And my godfather works in commercial real estate. And I kind of like shadowed him and he gave me an opportunity to kind of do a big job for him, like pick a building. He had already bought a piece of land and like a building and he gave me the opportunity to crunch numbers and go through all these different data processes and figure out between, uh, let's say like a Home Depot and an Office Max, like which one would be the best suitor and make him the most money. And I was able to like pick one and he actually like built it and put it there. And I don't know, just going out and seeing like the impact that a, a property can have on the community, being able to meet people, um, talk to people is, I used to be a psychology major. Okay. So like I'm, I have an interest in people as well, but I, I noticed that the science part was not for me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it just kind of went hand in hand and yeah, I love it. I, I really am excited to get into it. So that, that's life af- after basketball in real estate. Uh, hopefully it's uh, the basketball part takes you through this season and, and beyond yes. uh, in Arizona. <laughs> Um, what has been just your reflection so far as, as we're wrapping up a, another historical season of Arizona women's basketball? What has this season so far meant to you? Oh, it, it means everything to me. Um, every time I step on the court, I don't take it for granted. I think having that year off last year, um, having a chip on my shoulder also, people don't know who I am in the Pac-12 necessarily. I know my name, ring bell, my name has rung bells in the SEC, but like I want to make an impact here. Um, and going forward, I'm finally on a great team, a winning team. I have a great coaching staff, great people around me. And I just want to go as far as we can, do everything I know that I can every time we step on the court. So I'm excited. 
Well said. Great goal. Thanks for spending some time with us. Coy Love, Arizona women's basketball, defensive stalwart, not a forward. You heard it yourself. <laughs>